Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey everyone, this week's Revisit episode is definitely an oldie, but a goodie. Kevi Dona, who's been featured on The Black Expat, is the face behind Le Paris Noir, which delivers a glimpse of Paris through its Black history. In this clip, we discuss the concept of noir, or rather Blackness, in a French context. As always, Kevi gives some great history around why the idea of Blackness, colorblindness, and identity are not always monolithic. Take a listen, then revisit episode 12 in season one to hear the full show. And also, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast. Happy listening. Yes, I I think that there are there are lots of differences and nuances and that's even the reason why it is sometimes difficult to talk about one black community uh, in France. There's the question of the, of the space and the question of the time you were talking about the different, like if you are first generation, second generation, it's not going to be the same, but there's also where do you get your blackness from geographically? Um, You have, Lots of people who, before thinking themselves as a black person, they would see themselves as a, a Senegalese French person, which is not the same as a Cameroonian French person. Plus, you have the opposition or the division, mm. Caribbean versus Africa, which carries a lot of ideas of oppositions, decades and even a hundred years ago of misinformation between the two sides of the Atlantic Ocean. Um, there's also the, the, mm-hmm. the question of your, of your legal status. Um, how did you become French? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you French because you are from a French territory like Martinique, who has been French for 400 years? Or are you French because your parents, right before the independence of this African country, decided to move to France? Or, uh, were you born in mm. Mali and did you come here? Are you, uh, are you, do you have the French, uh, I, uh, the French uh, citizenship or not? So th- there are lots of question marks that make it very difficult to talk about one black community uh, uh, in, in France to, to the point that even the idea of noir, of black, is sometimes rejected by black people themselves who tell you black is something, mm. a word that Europeans used on captives in the new world when they were stripped of their culture and their identity, I am a proud member of this African tribe. I'm not a black man. This is something mm-hmm. I already mm-hmm. heard before. I have also respect mm-hmm. uh, that that point of view. It's not mine. I'm I'm, I'm a black person. I was mm-hmm. racialized uh, in, in a way. So <laughs> be, being from from a, from a, a Caribbean uh, uh, island is it's it's difficult to reject the the concept of of race or racial categories or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so, so on, on the Caribbean, I, I, I wanted to also add something else. Is if you if you consider, yeah, for instance, a, a Black Caribbean identity, we also have, uh, and it's something that comes from colonialism. We have a lot of subcategories where you would call that colorism uh, in America, but some. Uh, light-skinned black people from the Caribbean don't want to be called noir because that's not what they are. They don't want to be included uh, in the same categories of sub-Saharan Africans, for instance. So it's 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 very complex. So do you think that? Because um, I'm always I'm 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 just fascinated by the way people think, depending on when their families immigrated. <laughs> yeah. um, do you do you find? in the work that you do, like that division of who even sees themselves as black French versus someone who's just come. Do you see that there's, do you see that if there's tension between black people who've been in France for a long time versus the black people who just came, do you see that any kind of tension between those two groups? Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and the, the tension is still to be, related with the concept of le bled that I was talking about later because for instance if you if you grew up uh, outside of France and then you move to France when you when you're a student or a young adult to study to work uh, you're going to say okay at least I know my origins I know where I'm from I'm not like these black people born in France who have no idea of their culture and they are just being mm. you know they don't have an identity they are they, they have been whitewashed by uh, by I don't know western culture whereas I grew up in Senegal I grew up in Martinique I grew up uh, in, in another place. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I know more about my culture than these poor, uh, black people, uh, born here. Uh, so, so yeah, there, 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 there is that. And on the other side, there might be some, some sort of, uh, uh, um, I would say, um, uh, oh, <laughs> I forgot the word, uh, a very, uh, let's say, um, patronizing, uh, uh, tone, mm-hmm. uh, look at, uh, someone who's just recently, mm-hmm. Uh, arrived in France because they have an accent, because they have different manners, or uh, yeah, they are different. Uh, so they are not very adjusted to uh, uh, like a, a modern urban life. So that would be another type of stereotype uh, about about uh, mm-hmm. newcomers. And then let's let's take this even the other way. Do you, in your work, do you see maybe Black Americans and Black Canadians? maybe treated differently than maybe some other black groups that might immigrate or visit or whatever. So, so that's, that's the big deal. And this is um, <laughs> like uh, 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 someone like Josephine Baker, who was uh, uh, an, an American celebrity who spent 50 years in France, who is uh, like a French icon. She was a black woman. She became the sort of first black icon and she's really, um, respected and mentioned a lot in black culture. There are lots of black French people who say enough with Josephine Baker, enough with these African American celebrities that came to France were welcome and now are used as a way to say, look, France was really nice to James Baldwin and Josephine Baker. Therefore, France cannot be racist. It's America who's racist. And, uh, and younger black French people all say, we can't take it anymore to the point that African Americans have a special position when they come to France because when they come, they, they would have 
the the American the American prestige uh, surrounding them, mm-hmm. um, and so they are not being treated like someone from Ivory Coast or someone from Guadeloupe, mm-hmm. obviously. So so there is that, and I actually actually um, African American intellectuals were in Paris. Someone like James Baldwin was aware of that, uh, uh, to to aware right. of the fact that he was being treated differently than someone who was from a French uh, colonial territory. And I think it's so important that we be aware of privilege, right? Because <laughs> I have this conversation all the time with Black people from different parts of the world. And I go, let's, let's not pretend. If you've, got a, if you've got a Western passport and you're Black, there's already a privilege. Ah. If you have a North American passport, right? You, yeah. you may not be privileged all the time in the U.S., but let's not front. You aren't getting always the same treatment that the Black people in that country are getting. And so I, that's what I thought was interesting this summer, watching the protest in France, you know, in Paris and in the big cities, was that, you know, I was talking to folks and saying, this isn't even just about George Floyd, right? No. George Floyd was the spark. But look at the stories that are coming out of France. It is about Adam Traoré. It is about Ziad Mbouna. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there. I, I I had the same exact conversation and said, the French have their black French people have their own list of names. Brown French people have their own list of names, right? Yeah. So as much as we talk about Trayvon Martin, there are stories out of France you haven't heard of, because you know, but they're there. And so, yeah, I I, I like I like. I'm very encouraged. I know maybe I'm on the minority, but I'm encouraged. I like hearing the fact that there are French people, Black French folks who are like, let's elevate our own Black French people and their stories. Yeah, yeah. And so let's let's take it, you know, let's take it to a, another angle because you brought up, you know, the, the, the relationship between the U.S. and Canada sort of. So Fran- France being, of course, having Belgium next by next door, which also has a at least partial French identity. Do you see the differences actually between kind of, and I know black French is such this big term, but even like black French versus a black Belgian experience. Do you even see those differences? I think I do. So three years ago, I, I have one of my best friends. We live in Brussels for years now. So it's a city I like. I go to Brussels a couple of times every year. And maybe two or three years ago, I went to a tour uh, of the Congolese colonial history of Brussels. It was uh, led by a, a, a Togolese uh, young man named Calvin Suarez. Oh, wow. And, uh, and Calvin, no, Calvin is not a tour guide anymore. He's a Belgian congressman. So that really humbles me. (laughs) You know, like he's not a tour guide anymore. He's a politician now. But back then he gave an excellent tour. He's a politician now. (laughs) He's a politician now. But before starting the tour, he said something that blew my mind. When he started the tour as a sort of uh, preface, he said, you know, this is Belgium. This is not France. So black people are not as visible in Belgium as they are in France. We don't have uh, such an old and deep presence of black people in Belgium as in France. And it blew my mind because 
most of the time, when wow. I started pool with African-Americans, I said, wait, this is France. This is not America. We don't have an old presence of black people <laughs> in France. <laughs> like, what, what is this? What is this? And, and so something to me that was, that was similar is a difficulty to uh, cope with the colonial past. Uh, Belgium is mm. widely mm-hmm. seen as a, uh, as a nice country of non-threatening, funny Belgian hmm. people. And, and they are. <laughs> it's a very welcoming country. You go there, you always have a good time. But when you look at their colonial past, the story of Leopold II, uh, in, Co- in Congo, it's oh like God. one it's of atrocious. the, it's atrocious. <laughs> like, how did, how could you? And, and so, so you have this sort of, uh, smiley and dark side of, of, of the country. Right. It reminds me a little bit of France, uh, at the same time. <laughs> but also, I think Belgium is a little bit more humble than France. So they do not have this sort of political, arrogant, uh, discourse telling you that Belgium is the best political experiment ever. <laughs> and whoever challenges uh, <laughs> anything about it is an enemy of our political system. I don't think Belgium is that stubborn and dogmatic about their, their policy when it comes to uh, uh, ethnic statistics and diversity in religion, multiculturalism, uh speaking different languages, I think Belgians are a little bit more open, less arrogant than France was like, we're the best. And uh, if you don't agree, we're the best. You're just being uh, influenced by Anglo-Saxon <laughs> propaganda. Yeah, because Anglo-Saxon is the world that we need in France to put all the Canadians, all the Americans, all the British, all the Australians in the same bag. It's the Anglo-Saxon countries. So if you say anything like that, it's Anglo-Saxon propaganda. Belgian is not like that. Belgians, no. You've just listened to an episode of The Global Chatter, which is hosted by me, Amanda Bates. It is edited by Stephanie Ficcio. Don't forget to subscribe to The Global Chatter on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Global Chatter or stop by Twitter and find us at Global Chat Pod. If you have a question, want to subscribe to the newsletter, or are interested in sponsoring, visit theglobalchatter.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.